Hello and welcome to How to Heal. I am your host, Mika Leon Pet, and this is episode nine. This is a continuation of my interviews with the amazing woman of the Women of Spirit, volume two anthology that was being released um, March 1st and has moved back a little bit to March 24th. So we will be having a launch party and we'll be able to give you more information on all of that later in case you want to join. And I'll have that on the howtoheelnetwork.com. And today I am with Sloan Reale. And she is an expert voice and confidence coach. So for over 20 years, Sloan has been helping not just singers, but public speakers, teachers, therapists, doctors, and authors to prepare vocally in their professions. She has been featured on television and radio as an expert on the power of a voice and has worked with clients to prepare auditions, including American Idol, The Voice, Glee, and Disney. Over the last 10 years, Sloan work has evolved beyond helping singers and industry leaders. She has gained recognition in the medical community for her work with students who come to her after an illness or injury has affected their vocal ability, including cancer survivors, people recovering from strokes, and patients diagnosed with VCD, vocal cord dysfunction. Great to have you here, Sloan. Welcome to How to Heal. Mm, Thanks so much for having me. Very excited to be here. You are very welcome, Sloan. How is it going out there in Santa Barbara? Uh, Santa Barbara, we are, uh, we're coming out of this uh, post-COVID thing for sure. We actually have our first, we have, there's a, I think it's the 32nd Santa Barbara Film Festival is a big deal for us here. We've got all kinds of celebrities being honored and receiving awards. Uh, and of course, we haven't had it in the last two years or it's been virtual. So yes. it's the first time people are actually heading out. Um, now, I also work out of Los Angeles where it's a little different down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still a, a little bit of holding back and uh, people still aren't sure. The whole thing with the mask wearing, depending what county you're in, you you wear the mask, you don't wear the mask. So, <laughs> yes. Um, but I, I do definitely feel, generally speaking, uh, between Santa Barbara and LA, people are definitely more mindful. Even people are, that are dealing with allergies or colds, uh, you know, that maybe have tested, uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're putting masks on mm-hmm. just out of respect for other people that they might be around. I had a client right. show up the other day uh, wearing a mask. I was like, okay, mask, no mask. Like, no, I'm just wearing mine because I'm not, you know, I might be getting a cold, I'm not sure, but I'm just gonna wear my mask for our session today. It's like, cool. I'm down with that. So the the mindfulness is really, that's been a big shift. And that might be all over the planet, you know, given our state of affairs, but. We uh, hope so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Things are definitely um, different. I think for the most part in a positive way. Good. Good. That's good to hear. Oh, great. And that's good to hear, Sloan. Um, I used to live in California as well and, and Los Angeles. And I love Santa Barbara. That's like one of my favorite cities to go to. I, and that's good to hear that things are moving in a positive direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and you want to start by telling our audience, how did your healing journey begin? Well, you know, I, I my very first, before I even knew what I was doing, <laughs> is actually the my excerpt in The Women of the Spirit, uh, Volume 2, uh, Transforming Lives. My excerpt in that book uh, actually describes as a child 
uh, being heavily medicated and dealing with uh, horrible upper respiratory issues. So I was teaching myself how to slow my breath down and prevent having a full-blown asthma attack at a, at a, as a child, not having any idea that this is what I'd be doing as an adult. But I would say, um, you know, the journey I'm on currently now, uh, I'm dealing with some thyroid uh, things that are going on mm -hmm. and um, dealing with my own body. I'm working a lot with Ayurveda, uh, but the, the breathing, my health issues really begin as a child. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I've had three children. After each pregnancy, my these symptoms would start to come back, and a lot of just undi things I couldn't explain. And then I'd go to the doctor, and they're like, "Well, you're fine now. We don't know what's wrong with you." Uh, I have done so. I've worked with Deborah King, is a very uh, significant energy healer here in mm -hmm. California. Did some work with her. I've I've worked with a shaman up in the mountains of Santa Barbara. Who, you wow! Know, I loved your interview. Uh, the soul connection uh, that you shared, yes. our soul ties. Uh, I, I've just done so many different things. And right now, honestly, I am healthier right now. Almost sixty years old. I'm healthier right now than I have ever been in my entire life. And you look great. You Thank look you so great. Much. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I've worked really hard. Audience, you can't see her, but she looks great. She looks nothing like sixty. No way near it. Oh. You <laughs> so you're doing something right. <laughs> use that sunscreen and drink your water. Stay hydrated. But um, uh, other than the than the thyroid issue, I am healthier than I've, I've ever been. I am working with an Ayurveda uh, team. I'm actually a case study for an Ayurveda doctor and another gal being certified in Ayurveda practices. Uh, they're monitoring this thing I've got going on and they've got me on a bunch of herbs and they put them in, you can put herbs in capsules now so you don't have yes. to mix them in the water. Exactly. Oh my goodness, I'm so much more consistent when I can take my herbs Veggie in caps. capsule. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so much Lifesavers, so right? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So um, I, I would say that the journey is still happening, but it looks really different from where it started. And the mm -hmm. breath work uh, really started as a child because I didn't want to take the medicine, all the prednisone and the uh, steroids that they want to give you to open airways immediately so you can breathe. Mm -hmm. So in incredible, incredible. I'm so grateful for the journey. I'm grateful uh, for all of it. Um, I, I, one of the things I, I don't want to spoil alert, but my, one of my things in the book, if you get the book, I share of a situation when I was seven years old, uh, I actually saved my family's life. We had a, we had a fire and it was the asthma that woke me up and got my wow. family out of safely. So if that is not a message from yeah. a higher power, uh, I don't yeah. know what, what it is. is, right? I was seven when that happened amazing amazing and and i i took this quote from your site um where i think might be good to to give the audience the kind of some information behind it and what what it means for you my job is to help you discover the unique rhythm that informs your unique voice yes absolutely so question yeah, I was going to say, well, I, because I, I'm curious about this myself. I'm just beginning to teach um, three to six-year-olds about sound, sound and, and what the power of sound can do for them as they grow. And I've also heard in my studies, you know, that everyone has a unique rhythm. 
So I was wondering if this is actually pertaining to what, what you're talking about here as well. I, I believe so. And I think that is both literally and figuratively, right? Coming back to vibration and frequencies, right? Yes. Uh, we all, you know, the tonal quality of our sound is very much like our thumbprint. It's very unique to each one of us as individuals. And of course, we can mimic and imitate and all of that. But uh, the sound, the tonal quality of our sound is very unique to who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it ties into our personalities. And I, I loved your interview again, that the soul uh, connection, I can't remember the, the title of that uh, last interview that you did. Um, what was that? The soul, what was the title of the, the other interview on your podcast? Soul, soul Contracts? Guys. Soul Contracts, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. So, you know, when we're coming into the planet, we are coming into the planet with our that whole unique uh, vibration, that blueprint, yes. blueprint, yes, and and that is all connected, right? It it ties into our personalities, um, how we are with ourselves, how we are with others. Uh, in my home, my immediate family, we have three Capricorns in this house. And uh, then we have a, a Virgo and a Leo. Whoa. Yeah. We got the mix. But, <laughs> you know, just how we are as a family, as, as a unit, uh, we have to really, um, you know, and I'm, I'm probably the most mindful of all of us. They, um, you know, we've gone through seasons where, you know, mom is a little bit kooky. It's like, no, y'all need to learn this stuff. This is very real. <laughs> now my children are 18 to 25 years old and they actually get it. And they're, they're, they're wired and they know they've got it. They don't always acknowledge this uniqueness in themselves, but everything is tempo. Everything is rhythm. Uh, coming back to that mindfulness again, I think when we... You know, we have to know ourselves in order to know how we are with others, right? right? And when we are, when we know ourselves on that deep level, soul vibration frequency, you know, well, well, first thing I think that happens is we get that ego out of the way, right? It's not about us. It's about being of service. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's such a more beautiful place to, I didn't always, and I don't do it perfectly, but that's the space that I try to live from every day. I have a regular practice i'm pretty consistent you know five six out of seven days right very specific ritual every day and when i don't do my ritual i'm going to feel it later in the day so you're gonna know oh yeah absolutely uh so coming back to the original the rhythm the uniqueness when we know that about ourselves we we know how to be with others and part of the work i do it's so much more than just voice or breathing or any it's it's it, it, I, I don't want to call myself a life coach because I, I there's so many life coach things going yes. on yes. but when people work with me when you work with me as a client the first thing that we're doing is is we've got to get you in your body we got to mm-hmm. everybody's coming in shoulders are up by their ears we're <laughs> they got headaches they're all yes. the road so first thing I've got to do is we got to get you on the planet, <laughs> get your body, let's get your feet on the ground. Uh, starts really with breath, with grounding, with awareness of what's going on in your body, how that all affects the nervous system. There's a lot of things I'm doing in sessions with clients they might not even be aware of that mm-hmm. energy frequency stuff. I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking where are they blocked, right? Our body is kind of like a hose. 
you know, those, those energy centers, those I do a lot with the chakra centers. Okay. So you're seeing things yours when you're, when someone walks into your place, you are seeing things around them that are letting, you know, even just the, um, the stance of the body, the body positions, things like that. And you can see blockages and yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that's such a great question. I've never thought about that. I can see physically in the room while we're there. I can see what I can see if there's shoulders. I can see Mm -hmm. if they're, you know, their body alignment. But I really, what it's come down to, I really am hearing where they're blocked. So I'm seeing, but the me being able to hear what's going on in the body. Yes. I'm telling you, I love this work has evolved so much. (laughs) It continues to evolve. I continue to be so excited about the work I do and the clients I get to work with, mm-hmm. because this it didn't start out this way 20 years ago. It was 20 years ago, it goes about singing, making money to my hair, yeah. my makeup. How does my voice sound? Oh yeah, <laughs> get up with my band. It was all about me. It was not service at all. And then I started to be showing, I started being shown all these different vocal things started showing up. It's like, whoa, I've never seen this before, but let's try what I've been doing. Let's try these exercises and see if it helps. And it just keeps working. But yes, I can hear it. And and just a side note, this the shaman, the work I did with the shaman, I worked with the shaman yes. a couple of times. Okay, we'll uh, hear Nick about Athena, that. Up in the mountains of Santa Barbara. She's, she is a trip, but man, she was amazing. So she could see. Like I walked in and she started asking me about who are the women that are with you? I was like, I have no idea. She started to describe, I think they were my grandmothers, my maternal and paternal grandmother were with me. Uh, uh, as we get, I got on the table and she did some, some shaking some rattles and some burning some sage and we got some feathers and she, <laughs> she's like, you know, when you do your vocal thing, whatever you do, what's, what do you do with your with voice? Wait. As I'm describing, she is telling me, I, this was maybe 10 years ago, maybe maybe more recent, but I have help. I, am, I have guides that are helping me do my work. Yes. And they show up as she sees them. And as I, as I visualize them, as I, have, I think they might look, they're like orbs, like these floating orbs. Like, like if you take a picture with a uh-huh. camera, I don't know if you've ever seen, or the listeners that are listening to this have ever seen the orbs, orbs. in a picture. Yes. They're like this, this, they're almost like bubbles mm-hmm. yes, in, have. in the picture. So she said, I have got so much help with the work that I do. I am not doing it alone. That, that was a game changer for me. When she shared that, it was like, oh, okay, kind of trippy, but I'll take it. Uh, and I know, and, and, and some of the sessions, some of the things, I've, I really, I feel like it's a privilege for me to mm-hmm. do this work. Uh, it's, it's so different from where I began. And when people come in with their stuff mm-hmm. and, and break, I mean, instant, when you come in as a client to work and I do work over zoom and in person, and, uh, I do groups and things, but those, that initial one-on-one session, it literally in that first session, I, I want to say hundred percent. I mean, people leave that first session with a result some right. sort of result when they leave. So in that first session, you are getting an instant result. And I'm a, I'm a results girl. I like results. Right. I don't want to hang out with you for, you know, a year and a half <laughs> with nothing going on. I want you to, I want you to get what you came in for 
and a whole bunch more. Yeah. And when I have sessions that that really are feeling like, wow, I don't know. Um, sometimes I don't know if it's going to work with whatever particular thing is going on, but I just keep doing what I, I've been doing for 20 years. I know that I have help. And just the other night I had a woman, just a real quick story, Elizabeth, well, I shouldn't say names. Anyway, this particular <laughs> woman, she came in on her 70, 70th birthday. It was her birthday when she came in. Her husband got it as a, as a gift. Yeah. She was told, went to Catholic school, she was told, seven years old, little baby girl. The nuns are telling her in the choir, we need you just to turn the pages for the piano player. You don't need to be singing. In other words, you can't sing, don't sing, please yes. don't sing. Yes. Oh, I get so much of that, girl. I get so much of that. And people come in and they share these stories with me and they're in tears. And I'm like, well, you know, uh, your nun teacher, you know, Sarah, so-and-so right. thought she knew, you know, probably well-meaning, but nah, she didn't know. And I'm here to tell you that's not the case. So these sessions end and they still don't believe that they can sing or speak with confidence, but the goals that we achieve the results that we get in those sessions, when they leave, they, I mean, they're standing different. They're they're not their faces and all crunched up with worry and pain. I don't I don't believe I can do this. I don't think I can do it. But I'm here and I'm terrified. But I'm gonna trust you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm gonna do this. And when they leave, I'm just like, oh man, thank you God, thank you guides, thank you everybody, thank you everyone who was here helping me because that was amazing. I'm so you know gratitude is such a big piece of of all of this and, and especially yes. in my life and being grateful even when things don't go the way i wanted or the way i planned when i look back in hindsight over things that didn't go you know if i'm ever trying to push or force i've learned let it go because there's a reason it's not supposed to happen and then I, mm -hmm. I might get the the privilege or the luxury of seeing down the road why that why? didn't happen and then i'm like oh thank god that didn't come together i'm so grateful that didn't happen <laughs> What a mess that would have been. Right. Been way better. And you know, speaking of, um, you were saying about coming, a lot of people coming into you with their voice, you know, they're being told, you know, either don't, don't sing, don't speak. It's amazing how much blockage is and that, that fifth chakra. So many people have that because they've been silenced in one way or another, and whether it's in their family dynamics, whether it's in school, like you said, or the choir or whatever, but there's so many people that didn't really get to um, express themselves or been shut down from expressing themselves that so early in life. So I'm sure there's a lot of people you're, that are coming to you that you're helping them. I mean, on this, this core childhood level of being told, don't speak or, you know, be seen, not heard, you know, <laughs> whatever the, the lingo was at the time. That was me growing up. I was told, Sloan, you are too much. You are too loud. Be quiet. Not a coincidence. I'm a vocal coach helping the very same people that were told the very same things. Exactly. All my report cards. I was kind of a B average student. My sister was like straight A, very, very smart. Every report card, they've got the grades and then they have the little comment section. Every single time, Mika, Sloan talks too much. Sloan talks too much, right? I was just trying to be heard. Family life was rough. Growing up was really hard. Single mom, 
number of stepdads, you know, she was doing the best that she could with what she had, right. but I just, I just needed, I need, I wasn't seen. I wasn't heard. I was looking for anybody, you know, that carried into relationships, you know, in high school as a young adult, very unhealthy stuff. I got myself into, I'm lucky to be alive. Thank you, God. I'm still here. Uh, it, it, it's, <laughs> Yeah, but mm -hmm. many, many, many clients coming in. It it used to be just well, I just want to learn how to sing, but it's so it's so much more than that. Thousands, thousands of people at this point in twenty years that have come in that either don't believe uh, that they can sing. The singing is like the icing on the cake. Like that's right. The, that's the super yeah. fun stuff. Exactly. But a lot of people coming in, a lot more people coming in for professional purposes now. Uh, they're not feeling heard at work. Uh, they're being, if, if you are any listener uh, listening to this right now, if you are being asked to speak up or repeat yourself, uh, that's a sign that, you, you know, some, some coaching, some tools really, mm -hmm. and this stuff, it is really easy, super easy fixes to do this. The hardest part is connecting the mental brain to remember to connect to the physical body and do the exercises, right? It's like programming, right? We've been we've been running around, we've been doing our life a certain way. Remember the uh, the LPs are coming back, the vinyl records, right? You put that on the stereo. Yes. You lay the needle down, and it plays the music. We're going real old school here now. <laughs> what I do is when you come in. We take that old, it's, that's that old programming, whether it was a real perception or it's just your perception, real or perceived. It's still affecting. Think, yeah. Absolutely. Your value, your worth, uh, what you have to say or not say. What we do is I take that needle in that very first session, we're scratching all that old pro, we're getting putting that, we're ruining that album. <laughs> scratches all over the place. And then the tools I give starting in that very first session, we lay down a new program. And that program, those are the, that, that at your toolbox, basically, you start working with that. You know, my, my, we create a workout every time it's a new audio file. That's your homework during the week. Those are kind of your push-ups and your sit-ups, right? You're in the nice. vocal gym when you work with me. And we are downloading a new program into the body that eventually doesn't take years. I'm talking weeks. If you're consistent, within weeks, things start to sound different. Sloan, is that, um, I, I had a question here about your six-point vocal wave method. Is, is that part of it? Yes, ma'am. Thank okay. you so much for asking. Yes, the six-point vocal wave method. That is the toolbox. These are the exercises. And um, we we could do some if you like right here, if you want to save that for later. Or... We're going to do some for later. Yes. Cool. I... Yeah, the method, the method. And that the method, a little history on that method, the woman who trained me, Divi Nelson Fisher, may she rest in peace, God bless her, amazing uh, force. She actually studied with Seth Riggs, is a big name in Los Angeles in vocal mm -hmm. coaching. Uh, oh. I don't know if he's doing a lot right now, but uh, mm -hmm. the Seth Riggs method, uh, she studied with him and then she spun that off and created her own, the six point vocal wave method. But that is where it, the, the, the bones of that method originated from okay. Seth Riggs. And then she I was certified to do her training and uh, have been doing it ever since, since 2000, I believe. 
Right. And yeah, you're going to take us through some of that later. And I also found you, um, you go through like a five element and tone of voice, like earth, air, fire, metal, and water. Yes. Yes. So that came in. A lot of things that I've added on over the years mm -hmm. have been a result of, of clients coming in with issues maybe that I wasn't familiar with, but knowing up in my library, oh, Oh, who, whoever's out there listening, you know, men, women, friends, whoever's out there. My library is so huge. I, I really, I really need to part with some of these books, but they are such wonderful. <laughs> you, you, the listeners can't see, but this stack of books here, these are references, resources. I'm in the middle of, of writing another book right now to encapsulate all of this. Nice. But the elements came as a result of earth, air, fire, water, metal working more for speaking purposes so for a for example earth is very grounding has a lot of weight in it if if you have an earth voice this would be like james earl jones right mm -hmm. uh, mafasa in the lion yes King, right a lot of weight uh shows example of authority right i know what i'm talking about you can trust me you know interesting you me, right? yes right? versus the other side of the coin, very airy and 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 not kind of, you know, a lot of my Aries girlfriends. <laughs> um, very not a lot of weight, but uh, but very fun and free. Water, you find a lot of teachers have water in their voice. Wow. Uh, you have water in your voice. Water is very nurturing. Water is like a dental hygienist or, or preschool teachers, right? A lot, just naturally a lot of water. If you're working with children, if you're working with even adults who are fearful or they're dealing with a hard situation, water is really good. If you have too much, too much earth, too mm -hmm. much grounding, there's too much kind of a disconnect there where water is soothing and comforting and it's reassuring everything is going to be okay you're going to be all right nice fun fun example the yeah. one one voice metal uh -huh. there is never an appropriate time to use <laughs> metal it's the uh if anybody who remember the wizard of oz i'll get you my little pretty and your dog toto too uh the only time i've ever heard about metal being effective it was a story. I can't remember where I read this, but it was a, a room. If you're if you're ever at an event with lots of people, maybe there's music playing, or you're out at a club, or a bar, wherever, wherever there's a lot of people gathered, there can't doesn't even have to be music playing. If there's a lot of voices, mm -hmm. there's a lot of sound. It can be hard. You can be standing right there trying to to communicate with someone and cannot hear them. And the story I heard was this woman is trying to have a conversation with somebody. She can barely hear her, right? But she can hear far off in the corner. And then you won't believe what happened next. It was because of the tonal quality of this person having a lot of an excess of metal in their voice. Cut wow. through all that sound. And she could hear, she could hear this voice across the room better than she could hear the voice right in front of her. 
Interesting. So they're definitely very effective and, and perfect times to use different voices for different situations. And that this is actually a fun thing I do with clients. When you come in and it's more for speaking purposes, mm-hmm. we will play with all of those different voices. I have some great content that we'll put up and we will read it with each of those different voices. Uh, in singing, it's very interesting. You know, there is a, actually formulas for writing. If you want to write a hit pop song, for example, uh, you're going to do it, I believe it's the key of G uh, at 134 beats a minute. Right. And at a, at a certain sound, there's going to be a certain element in that sound. Uh, so it's it's very, the music industry is a whole game in itself, right? There are actual formulas laid out to, you know, if you want to write a hit country song, it's going to be a different key, different genre, different vibe, different uh, tempo. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Interesting. And I heard there's not that many different uh, beats or rhythms or something like that, that they use to make all these different songs. Well, in the music industry, most most of your pop hits are written mm-hmm. from like the same five guys. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, and there might be a woman in there somewhere. <laughs> Not to say there aren't other people writing hits, but mm-hmm. you know, the majority of the music industry uh, yeah, they're just recycling and reusing. Yeah. And I don't listen to the radio. I only know about new music because my clients bring it in and want to learn it or play with it. Right. But uh, everything, there's just a, a lot of stuff just sounds so much the same. It's the same, same key, the same tempo, recycle, yes. reuse, repurpose. Interesting. And you know what, when we come back, you have got uh, some great exercises that you want to take some people through with the breath. Um, so we're going to be right back with Simone Reali, uh, vocalist, educator, inspirational speaker, and vocal and confidence coach. Feeling stuck and need some practical guidance to put to use right away? I have been helping friends, family, and clients with spiritual guidance for years, and now I am opening this option to others that follow and resonate with what I have to offer. You can send your question to transform at howtohealnetwork.com and I will answer it without using your name so that maybe it can help someone else that wanted to ask but felt too shy to do so. Again, send your question with Mika. I have a question in the subject line to transform at howtoheal.com. We are all here to do something specific and unique to our original blueprint. Soul contracts can clear up questions you have about yourself and others while putting you on the right path that is uniquely yours. It speeds up the work of self-development exponentially and gives you practical tools for daily living. To learn about or experience a soul contract reading, go to www.mikaleone.com and get your free 15-minute consult to find out if a soul contract is right for you. Welcome back to How to Heal, and we are here with Sloan Reali, vocalist, educator, inspirational speaker, vocal and confidence coach. So Sloan, so what is the number one concern for most of your voice clients? When they come to me, they're coming to me because they don't believe that they 
can speak in front of people or sing. So in their head, they're coming to me because they don't believe that they can. So the number one issue actually is not whether they can or can't. The number one issue is their confidence. And this new this new title, Voice and Confidence Coach, this this is relatively new, just in the last year or so. With and it, it came as a result of the thousands of people that I've worked with now. It's not it's not about the singing. It's about their confidence and giving them the tools. Now there is a new issue that has presented itself during all this COVID business and people working from home and mm -hmm. wearing masks. Yes. And uh, it it is there's been a disconnect, which is for everybody, but it's been really prevalent. I've seen a lot of vocal cord uh, fatigue, a lot of vocal fatigue, and that has been a result of people sitting instead mm -hmm. of standing mm -hmm. some often posture is collapsed right. and speaking from the throat throw masks on top of that oh my goodness it's just it's just been a big mess but the number one thing really is people just lacking confidence because they don't know and they don't necessarily have tools and will frequently come to me just it's just a baseline that initial session when you come in is we're going to lay you're going to we're going to lay your voice out everything to do with your voice we're going to create a custom vocal workout for your voice and this is what these are the exercise basically to build strength flexibility endurance uh we we break down the physical aspects uh, how the brain is connected to the physical body it's a full body the voice is not something that's just happening here with our mouth exactly the voice involves our entire body. And do you find that their confidence and everything um, grows as they release their voices? Because, you know, um, with, the, with the voice and, and how a lot of times they were saying that when people are afraid to speak, it's because um, they're conscious, they're self-aware or self-conscious what other people think of them. Absolutely. That is absolutely the, the key. And so many, so many stories are going through my head right now. Uh, the number one to date, I think the number one fear or concern for not opening up and using a voice is fear of being judged. Yes. What are other people going to think? Mm -hmm. I had a, a situation, a, a local lights up theater, kids production, they're doing this Matilda and everybody's got to speak and do all their parts with an accent. And <laughs> I've got 20 kids all lined up and they're in junior high and high school age. I don't know how the young woman who got the lead got the lead because she speaks like this and you could barely hear her. Uh, as we're going around, I'm warming up, I'm doing my thing with all of them. She's like, well, I do have a problem. I, I just and they have to wear masks in these things. They're they're clear wow. glass. So you th they're they're mic, but she's yeah. like, I just I don't. She raised her so brave and courageous. This little girl, you raise your hand. You should be high school age. You know, so so and I don't know these songs that they're singing. So they got the piano player. Like, okay, well let's let's do this together. So I'm standing there with her. All her peers are there watching. 
and she they, they sing the first line or so and then i i sing it the way i want her to sing it using her breath using her energy opening all this up to create an exit to let that energy go and so i do it for her then we kind of hold hands we do it together it's like okay all right it was good it was an immediate result immediate result right and then i let her go in front of her peers and she delivered it by herself the entire group everyone's jaw was on the floor the teacher they had never heard this voice come out of this young woman she hadn't wow. i don't think she'd ever used this voice she's she's more kind of quiet shy introverted why she's doing this theater put i have no maybe to challenge it was definitely a growth but it was it's that's the that's the excitement when i, I get the results are immediate mm -hmm. and what we're doing and there must be something that I'm, I'm able to do and with my guides and the help and you know the years of experience i've been doing this mm -hmm. there's a huge trust factor that i think happens almost immediately you know I'm, I'm, I'm pretty approachable but i'm i'm letting you know from the beginning without a question without a doubt you can do this you can do this and i'm going to show you how to do it and we're going to do it to, i'm going to show you how and then we're going to hold hands not literally but we're going to do it together and then you're going to do it by yourself because if you can do it with me you can do it by yourself right and so it's it it's so much of this is psychological it's a mm. psychological holding back and again the fears and i asked all these kids all in a row what what is the number one reason y'all aren't using your voice what's in and all their hands shoot up you know and i go right down the line you know fear of being judged what are other people going to think right down the line oh well i was going to say the same thing fear of being judged and it's just a side note i have learned and this has been more in like the last five or ten years for myself i learned somewhere in my own life that it is none of my business what other people think about me yes if i'm doing my life's work and i am being loving and kind and i am spreading you know high vibration and more love and kindness it doesn't matter that so-and-so doesn't like, and that was really hard. That was really hard for me to take because not, I, there are people I've come across in my life who I've been told, you're too positive, Sloan. You're too positive. You're too happy. <laughs> okay, too I don't happy. like you. I don't <laughs> like you. You are too positive. I have my own blood family relatives. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, there, so there's That's a reason. That's just light dimming. People trying to dim your light, you know. <laughs> and they're everywhere. And mm -hmm. when when I was able to, and when you, the listener, get to a point in your life where you you cannot be concerned about what it is none of your business what other people think of you. Now, I can't imagine somebody listening to this podcast is one of those negative people. I mean, we we have moments in our time, but. I just completely lost my thought. <laughs> <laughs> you know, th these people are everywhere. They're everywhere. And you're, you, I love how you put it, Mika, light dimming. They, they want to put that bushel over that light, right? You're too yes. happy. You're too positive. Don't, you know, get Tone away. Tone it down because it makes them feel uncomfortable. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't ever. I'm at a point right now. It doesn't matter if you don't. And I've, that's what I was going to say. I've actually been, you know, in professional situations before I was working for myself. Uh, I, you know, I, I was called into HR at a, at a large organization. I will not share over the air uh, because 
there, I had an issue with a woman. She had an issue with me. I, I don't even remember what it was over, but it was just my positivity is what it was. And my manager at this company was the first, it was the first time I ever heard from another party, Sloan, not everybody is going to like you. And I think, what, what is there not to like? Why? Love? I'm, so <laughs> I'm so fun. But no, I, I that was a really hard thing for me to accept. And it wasn't the first time. I That followed a few other times in my life. And I'm sure there are still people that, that don't care for me. And it's okay. And, and what I've learned to do is it has nothing to do with me, right? It's that taking it personally, uh -huh. right? And this is what I'm able, in the work I do with voice, this is kind of one of the subtle things that we're working through is, you know, it, it's not taking it. You can't take it personally. Yes. You know, everybody's got their story. Everybody's got stuff going on. And so what I've learned to do instead, when I have an interaction like that, I've learned instead to pass, you know, to send, send them, send love, send light. You know, it has nothing to do with me. These, these poor, these poor people, you mm -hmm. know, they are really having a hard time. Something's going on and I don't need to know what it is and I don't need to fix it. And I don't definitely don't need to take it personally, whatever's going on. Exactly. Very nice. You know what, Sloan, I want to ask you um, also too, um, what are the three things everyone should be doing to access their voice? If I have to nail it down to just three things. Mm -hmm. The, the very first thing, we haven't talked a lot about this, but this has become part of my practice because it sets me up. If I, I have to be in good shape to be able to be of service to my clients, to my family, to anybody, right? Yes. So one of the things I've learned, and this is kind of part of my healing journey right now, actually, it's very much part of my healing journey. And it came out of, I recently read Deepak Chopra from 20 years ago, Quantum Healing. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with it? Yes, I am. Amazing. Yes. I read that book. I was like, I am definitely on the right track. Uh, this is how I became part of a case study right now for an Ayurvedic doctor and Ayurvedic practice. Oh. And it just confirmed that the things I've been doing, I need to stay committed and con connected on a daily basis. So the first thing, the first most amazing thing that you can do for your voice is you've got to breathe. And you, you need to be breathing correctly. Uh, for the listener out there, you can do this throughout the day. Just do a body scan over your body. If you're going through your day, you're driving around, where are your shoulders? That's the first thing I want to ask you. Yes. Where are your shoulders? If they are up by your ears, friends, take a deep breath. And on the exhale, just relax those shoulders. Put some space between your ears and your shoulders. So a, a breathing is critical. It is critical. It is key. Pay attention to how you are breathing. Deep diaphragmatic breathing. And we're going to do some exercises and we'll get to that in a minute. But breathing, not just breathing, breathing correctly. Most of the planet is hyperventilating. Yeah, we are disconnected from the breath. We're we're so much to be anxious about. And the mask didn't help the situation. No. That's one of the things that it actually probably hindered a lot. Many people as they're breathing capacity when most people don't breathe that deeply and that fully to begin with. Absolutely. Absolutely. It did. It did not help at all. So uh, breathing is key. Staying hydrated is a huge factor. When there are issues with uh, 
that vocal fatigue, vocal fry, that sound, if you have any, I'm exaggerating that right now, my throat. But if any of that is going on, that's energy sitting in the throat. It is often, and and I just heard, I was listening to a, another voice coach. Uh, I can't remember her name, but she's she's been around for a long time in Los Angeles. And she confirmed what my hunch was. A lot of people are dehydrated. Yes. If we are not staying hydrated, remember the vocal cords are muscles, like any other muscle in our body. And a lot of these issues that are going on, in fact, I'm working with a medical doctor right now. Him and his wife actually are taking singing lessons. They are so fun. They're so motivated. Oh, I've only been wow. three sessions. I've done three sessions with this couple so far. They are rock stars. But this And if you want to touch on that a little bit too, um, Sloan, about you working with the medical community, I, I've noticed that in your bio. So if you want to touch on that a little bit, well, you know, I think the audience would be interested in that as well. Beautiful. Well, the, the first thing about this medical doctor actually came to me really for singing with his wife. Um, he himself is dealing, first of all, okay, this is a medical doctor. He is eating too late at night. He is not drinking enough water. Yeah. He's not getting <laughs> enough sleep. So, you know, even in your own profession, it's kind of like, you know, the gardener, you know, that does this beautiful gardens for the whole block. And then you get to his house and it's all overgrown and the weeds. <laughs> you know, we, 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 in our fields, we don't always do take care of the things that we need to for ourselves. So it's been really fun. And, and I'm telling you, three sessions. And it's such, it's such a privilege and an honor for me to be giving him advice about things that he already knows, but he just wanted to hear it from the vocal professional. Right. And, and I'm telling you, after three sessions, he has, oh, he's on his water. He's quit drinking the diet soda. Uh, he, I'm hearing, I'm hearing the difference in his voice by just practicing these tools that I'm gonna be sharing with y'all. So uh, getting back to your first question, breathing, not just breathing, breathing correctly is -hmm. the number one. Staying hydrated. And then if I had to put a third on there uh, for your voice that you could be doing every day, you know, not overusing your voice. If you don't need to be speaking, give your voice a break. Right, just as yeah. important as the words that we're sharing, or the content, or the information that we're teaching, mm-hmm. is the space in between the words. Right? Very nice. Wayne Dyer, Wayne Dyer talked about the cage, and the space in between the bars is just as important. And I tell you, where mm-hmm. I'm really seeing this, it's with my LA artists. It's with the musicians that are starting to do live shows again. They're starting to go on tour. They are, oh, they're over rehearsing for their shows. Right. And, and they get on the stage. And the first thing that happens, friends, when you, when you are in a situation that makes you nervous or anxious, or you're in the spotlight, or you got to get in front of a, a group of people, or you're getting on a stage, whatever you're going to be doing with your voice, or you're getting on a Zoom call, right? Something as simple as that. Or you have to have a hard conversation with a colleague or a family member. Nobody likes conflict. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are some people, so, you know, the fire. We didn't talk about the fire voice. Fire voices, fire personalities, they, they live okay for with, that conflict. Yeah, they're okay right? with conflict. <laughs> the first thing that happens is when we're nervous is we disconnect from that diaphragm muscle and everything slips up in the throat. And now we're speaking from up in here and we're wondering why my throat's getting sore. And by the end of your show or your meeting or your project, 
your your throat is sore, you're feeling tired, and that that is a sure sign. Everybody, anybody listening, if you are dealing with a constant, uh, if you're getting at the end of your day or your work, if you are feeling vocally tired and fatigued, that mm-hmm. is your body saying you're not breathing correctly. Mm-hmm. Right? You need some tools to do that reconnect. So, yes, breathing correctly, staying hydrated. And if you don't have to use your voice, relax it, give it a break, take it. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, Coming back to the medical field, that was another new thing that came uh, just pre COVID, pre COVID during COVID. So, well, I started getting uh, clients started coming to me with prescriptions written out on the old prescription pad Mm -hmm. from doctors, ear, nose, throat, speech therapists. I started getting prescriptions probably a decade ago, clients coming in with the VCD, vocal cord dysfunction is a real thing. It is something that mimics asthma. Sometimes it's um, uh, what uh, athletically, it's it's exercise induced. Wow. It feels like the vocal cords are closing. Mm-hmm. You can't get a breath. Right. Uh, I don't know why or where or how it happens. The first case of that that I received, again, I wasn't sure if this was going to work. I told the client, let's try what I've been doing back then. It was like 10 years ago. Let's try what I've been doing and see if it works. The results were amazing. In fact, she's on my website, Amy. Amy is the client, and she's a testimony to vocal cord dysfunction and how I helped her there. Other things that I've seen, though, um, you know, a lot of the speech therapists are getting, and with, since the mass up, a lot of it's, it's breath work. It really mm-hmm. is coming back to people just aren't breathing correctly. The, the most amazing story, I mean, and and all of the things that you read in the the intro, cancer survivors, uh, vocal cords that were hit or nicked in a uh, with anesthesiology, they've got to stick wow. the yes. down there. But the most to this day, the most exciting, and I don't know where she is. She's on my website as well, uh, Alexandria. Alexandria was uh, born as Alex, a male, never identified as male, always identified more from a feminine standpoint, uh, spent, I don't know how many years, she's beautiful. She went and just, she she did her, right? right. She did her whole, this whole amazing transformation. So the last thing in a, in a transgender, if they go that far, procedure or transformation, if you're a male, uh, transferring to female is mm-hmm. the Adam's apple. Yes. That thing there to have that removed, there is definitely the caveat. You've got to sign all the release forms. There is a slight chance that it could affect your vocal cords. She was that slight chance. When she came to me, she was speaking in a whisper. She had no voice. She was mm-hmm. very, she was very depressed, very sad. Like I've done all of this work and I can't even talk now. Alexandria, I don't know if this is going to work, but let's try what I've been doing now. This was like five years ago. Let's try what I've been doing and see if it works. So we completed the initial session. She's like, okay, I think I want to try. You know, it's the push-ups and the sit-ups. I give you your little workout. You go home, you do your homework. She was with me. She did the first session. And then I think she was with me. uh, She was with me for like 12 weeks. I think in three months, literally three months, 90 days. 
by that 90th day and I could hear the transformation she was so excited she was running into my studio every <laughs> week this is this is working I'm, I'm starting to you know it started gradually we started right. to get audible sound back from her voice uh, as we continued to build strength flexibility endurance her range definitely changed as a result of that surgery uh, she didn't we didn't have as, as many of the lower those lower bass tones as she mm -hmm. might have had prior right. uh, her her range did expand more into that more uh falsetto area she had a little bit more range there she was so excited it was a full and again she's a testimony on my homepage, alexandria uh i again i didn't know that it was going to work but she trusted me enough i trusted myself and my guides my helpers right. uh all in there there's just there's so much healing going on that it's so subtle. I don't even know. I'm not even aware. And, and I don't have to know. All that matters to me is that if you come to me as a client, mm -hmm. all that matters to me is I want you to have a result. I want you to get it quick. And I want it, I want it to hold. I want it to be transformative. And when you leave and you're done with your work with me and you go on to your other endeavors, I think she was on her way to Hollywood. She was yes. going to go down and get into show business now. Yeah, everything she needed, everything was. In I just place. need the voice. <laughs> that was it. That was it. And and that's all that matters to me. I don't have to know how or what. If you're getting results and you're 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 happy and you're transformed and your spirit is you know, I, it, there's a whole thing that happens. Like when you leave, you're you're standing taller and there's a smile on your face and there might still be like, like you know, I don't know, like, but you know, maybe, but but am I sounding okay? It's like yes yes you are sounding okay and that's where my groups are awesome because when i put you in a group you know you're not just hearing it from me the transformation is hearing you're hearing it from your peers now oh wow you know right. when, you sing, when you're doing that that content there you know that's great and it works but man when you go over and you drop into that voice there man i get i get shivers and chills like really you know people are doing content and songs they wouldn't ordinarily do because it's not their thing but then you're getting feedback from your audience from your your peers your your other classmates and it's like oh and it's not just sloan saying oh no this is this is amazing you know, well sloan you want to take us through an exercise i i know you wanted to do one to raise your vibration with your breath which everybody can use i love it no love matter it. what phase in your life you are how old you are it doesn't matter everybody can use this i love it so one thing i did not mention part of my practice meditation is a big piece of it i was not a regular meditator uh i love the show the chopra stuff i i that's the one i don't subscribe to a lot of things mm -hmm. but i do that one year subscription total access to everything so yes let's do let's do let's just do a grounding centered breath so the first thing I want to ask y'all, uh, if you're listening at home, now if you're in your car listening to this, it's be a little more challenging. Keep your eye on the road. But wherever you are, when you get a chance to 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 sit down, you can sit, you can stand. But for our purposes right now, if you are sitting, make sure that your feet are flat on the ground. Uh, if you have shoes on, you can take those shoes off. Just your feet touching the earth or the 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 floor. Uh, make sure if you're sitting that you're not hunched over in your chair. So really roll those shoulders up towards your ears and then roll them back. So you have a nice straight body alignment. And imagine you've got this string coming out of the top of your head. And that string, this is like your crown chakra, that string goes all the way down through your head, 
through your throat, all the way down your spine, right? Down into that root or that base chakra, right? That you're sitting on. And what I'd love for you to do is let's take both hands and put those, and for you at home, you're, you're not seeing this, but you're listening. Take both of your hands and put them on your stomach, on your diaphragm muscle. Now that diaphragm muscle is this balloon muscle that sits below your rib cage, above your belly button. And before we do anything with breath, what I'd like for you to do without moving your shoulders or any other part of your body, I want you just to push your stomach out, right? Make that stomach as full as you can. Don't worry about the breath yet. And then contract and tighten your stomach. And don't worry about the breath. Now push your stomach out. So you're, what you're doing is your hands are on that diaphragm. You're trying to make those hands rise and then contract and tuck that stomach in so your hands should fall. Another great way of doing this is laying flat on your back with a stack of books on your belly. And the whole goal or intention being to move those books up Raise the books on your inhale. We're going to add that breath. Yeah. Or on the, on the contraction, squeezing, you want the books to fall. So this is what we're going to do with the breath. You're going to breathe through your nose or mouth. You're going to inhale. And I want you to imagine we're drawing that breath down past the lungs. Ideally, it's called a dirga breath. And this is a, a three-part breath where the breath comes through nose or mouth, down through the lungs, into the diaphragm. So the diaphragm actually comes forward. Your stomach comes forward. And then your ribs expand out to the side. And then on the exhale, we're going to start with the ribs collapsing first. Then the diaphragm closes and then we exit out through the mouth. So it would look, sounds like this. We're going to breathe through the nose or mouth down to the lowest part of your body. Breath is moving down into the belly. The belly is coming forward. The ribs are coming out. And then on our exhale, imagine or visualize your ribs are now coming back in. The belly is coming in on the contraction and the air is leaving through your teeth. Shh. Let's do that again. Breathing through your nose or your mouth, down past the lungs, into the belly comes forward. The ribs expand out sideways. And then on the exhale, we're going to contract the ribs. The belly comes back to the belly button is coming to the, the your the back coming into the spine. spine. Yes. Okay. And then up through your teeth. Shh. Want to do that one more time? Breath through your nose or mouth down. Belly comes forward, diaphragm, ribs come to the side. And then exhaling, ribs collapse. Shh. Diaphragm comes in. Exit goes through your teeth. So that's a, that's a little more complicated of a breath, but it's really a three part. If you can isolate that breath into those three parts and you'll, and it gets easier as you practice this, it gets easier. But if you're feeling stressed or anxious, even something as simple as just stop what you're doing and just take 10 deep breaths that will recalibrate your brain, your body, your nervous system. It's, it's a quick fix for anything that's ailing you. I can feel my energy shift, the shifting around. I can feel energy moving because of that breath. Yeah, that was only a few. Gorgeous, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Instant, 
It's mm -hmm. an instant way to change your energy, instant way to, to, to shift your whatever's going on in your brain, whatever's going on, uh, you know, in relationships at work. If there's a, you know, I've, I've, I employ, I try to, as best of my ability, employ the pause and pray method. If there's something getting heated, something's uncomfortable, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it is okay to say, I need to take a minute. Right. You might have the other party saying, no, I got to fix it. I got to fix it right now. And I need you to fix it for me right now. It's like, I, I want to help you. Give me just a minute and to excuse yourself and go. Right. Because again, yeah. we, need to take, we are no good to anybody, friends, family, colleagues, peers, clients. If we aren't taking care of ourselves first, we must take yes, care of ourselves first. And they said, it, even if you, you don't have to let them know sometimes, if you just say, I, I have to go to the restroom, I'll be back. If you, if that's what you need to do to have that time out, you don't always even have to let them know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Don't you love it? Yes. That, that, that was an, an instant. An yes, instant. it was. You know, it's okay. a simple way. I got hundreds <laughs> of those, hundreds of those exercises. Now, what would you recommend for people that, have um like we like we were saying people don't usually breathe well and use their diaphragms well now do you have to go through an exercise routine with them just to get them to get those muscles moving and you know absolutely this exercise we just did here uh, mm -hmm. we start right out of the gate I, the first thing i want to do is see how they're breathing and i can see that kind of in our conversation but then when we get into the breath work I want to see how they're breathing. Most of the time, 95 plus percent of the time, people breathe by with an inhale, uh, a short, shallow breath into the lungs, raising the shoulders up to the ears. This is how most of the planet is breathing. So the first thing I have to do is undo that kind of breathing. <laughs> and we don't even work with the breath to start, just like we did here. I just want to see, I want to get that diaphragm muscle moving. The diaphragm is very much like an accordion. That instrument, we are like a human accordion. That diaphragm, when an accordion player is, is expanding that accordion, he, he or she is literally taking the air into the instrument. And then as they contract, that accordion that's the sound that we hear when they're playing the keys so we are that is that's how we're made up as humans so mm. the first thing i want to do is see how they're breathing i want to get that muscle engaged even without the breath it's just that expansion and then contraction and then we add the breath in once we start moving along in the session uh, there's all kinds of ways all kinds of things will happen to disconnect again because you've got that old programming in the body right that exactly old things. so i will add man i'll bring in martial arts we'll start attaching you know power punch to the sound that you're making. We'll use our body. Uh, we will literally do like choreography moves to help move that energy out of the body. It's just as important as the breath and that mm -hmm. connection. Once we have it, it's awesome. That's like half of the formula. But then what happens is the sound starts to come up through the body. And, and often again, because of fear, oh my gosh, what if my voice doesn't cooperate? What if I look like a fool? What are they going to think of me? So often what will happen is the sound will get stuck in the throat. And so the next piece of that is we have to create an exit. I call it open forward placement. You'll know the term uh, projection. Everybody's mm -hmm. heard that, yes. right? You know, sing like project your voice. Right. So we have to create just as important as taking that breath in. We have to create an exit to draw that air up and let that energy mm. out. 
Mm -hmm. Awesome. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So tell us, well, what's new, what's coming up for you? What any classes or um, programs that you um, are coming up with in the next couple of months or so? Absolutely. Right now, I, I have, after, if you are a singer, if you are listening to this and you are a singer, there is a beautiful product. It, it, I'm so proud of it. I created it in 2019. Uh, we tried to release it and you know what happens with online programs and all that back end <laughs> stuff and then COVID hit. Yes. So uh, I just, it just started, people are starting to get that it's out there, but on the homepage of my website, uh, Vocal Coaching by Sloan, all my, all my call letters, everything, Instagram, Facebook, business, all that's all vocal, YouTube, Vocal Coaching by Sloan. On the homepage is a wonderful product, very affordable. Uh, it's $150. And it is six sessions, essentially. It's, it comes in, you can download it on any device. It comes, um, you can use it audio, you can use the video. And, and basically, if you're, it's more for the singers, speakers, you can use it too. But the fun thing is I've taken six different songs, six different styles of songs, six different genres. Mm -hmm. And I have helpers. Uh, my oldest son, who is a uh, music producer in Los Angeles, he's one of my students in the male uh audience there okay. and then i've got one of my former clients amanda martinez amazing very talented uh singer songwriter she uh demonstrates for the female voices with me but i take six sessions six different songs that i show you how to sing these songs and it, it's it's wonderful uh as for an online product it's very well done you can go pick that up um upcoming um, I, I am working on currently, I don't know if it will be ready to release, uh, because again, online products, there's a, our whole animal in themselves. Right. I am creating a product, the same idea, six sessions for the speaker management people for professional purposes. Mm -hmm. So there won't be as much singing there. What we will be doing with that product is the same as the singers, a lot of breathing. Uh, we will wor be working with the elements in the voice in that product, that earth, air, fire, water, metal. Oh, nice. Uh, I do a lot of energy work. That's this kind of the subtle behind the scenes. I don't always tell people that what we're doing when, when I have you uh, singing or reading a piece of material in the key of F, for example, I don't let you know necessarily that what we're doing is opening up your heart and we're helping right. when the tears come and you don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I'm crying right now. Uh, I know that what they're doing is releasing the grief from whatever loss that they've just experienced. Exactly. Right? So yeah. I don't, I don't have to tell you that. But mm -hmm. I know what's going on there. And it's all, I always have Kleenex in the studio. Lots of Kleenex. <laughs> Tears are good. They cleanse. They move all that stuff out. So you can make room for the new healing stuff to come in. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's going to be the next product I release online. But but really, the easiest, simplest thing, if you're not, if, if you're not sure, if you have questions, uh, you know, again, on the website, uh, Vocal Coaching by Sloan, my email is there, uh, my phone number is there. And that's uh, Sloan with an E on the end. So yes. just in case, yeah, it's Vocal Very Coaching good. by Sloan, S-L-O-A-N-E. 
Beautiful. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. If you just have a question and you're not sure, and I get all kinds of wild things. I mean, I hope some of these stories I've shared today have, have inspired you as a listener. Uh, please reach out. A complimentary phone conversation, you know, just to see if vocal coaching is right for you. And then I can direct you from there, you know, whether one on one or online or you want to if you're local and want to jump into a, a group. Uh, there's lots of different avenues and lots of different ways to approach it. It really, you know, it's just a matter of your your ability, what you're able to commit time wise and your budget. You know, we can create it custom for whatever your need is. And yeah, just like, like you said, like for your healing purposes in general, just for healing the voice for for those times when you got you got told not to speak. Uh, be quiet. Shush those things opening up that chakras and and doing the breath work automatically adds to a whole nother level of healing as well mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and there's so much there's so much more we can't we don't have enough time to cover it all but i know so, and the, the website too the website and the youtube both mm -hmm. there's probably three hours of complimentary content there okay so you do have stuff on the youtube as well Absolutely, absolutely. You can go and hang out with me online for free. Send me any questions. Uh, but I, it just, it's absolutely, uh, I, I feel so blessed to be doing this work. I can't believe that this is how I make my living. <laughs> uh, you know, so to be of service. Every day is new for me. I do not, I don't ever get tired. I don't ever uh, get bored with what I do. Every single session is, it's like, oh, what do we got? A, a voice? Yeah. A voice is like clay on a potter's wheel. I don't know what I'm going to get. They come in, first thing I'm listening, like, ooh, yummy. I know <laughs> what I'm going to do here. Uh, but definitely, you know, using your voice fully, like like accessing the voice and using it fully really comes back to the confidence to do it. And yes. it's the tools. It's all these weird, silly exercises I give you that build, you know, once you start feeling in your body and hearing with your ear, the results of this work, that's what feeds the confidence. Cause then if you can do that, then wow, what else can I do? Wow. You know, I found my voice now, you know, maybe, maybe I can go in, you know what? I'm actually going to interview for that promotion. I am going to do it this year. I've been passed up the last, you know, three years in a row. I'm going to go in and I'm going to nail that interview this year. And I'm going to get that, that promotion. Exactly. This covers so many levels. It's not just about um, entertaining or performing. It's about all aspects of the life of your life and, and building that confidence and, and yourself and your presentation because your voice, I mean, like they say, that's like your, your signature print. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That you're putting out there into the world. Thank you so much, Sloan. This has been great. I would love to have you come back. So much fun. So much fun. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you all the listeners that are listening. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. And uh, that was Sloan Reali. You can go visit her website at Vocal Coaching by Sloan. That's right. And we will see you next time here on How to Heal. Thanks.